guys, uh, guys and girls, or whatever you identify as, uh, welcome to another illustrious podcast of Americana, the American way. Uh, fascinating, fascinating stuff here today. Um, something that, uh, I briefly touched on the other day. Um, I want to talk about tonight um, called Greater Iowa. Some states in Oregon, or counties in Oregon, pardon me, want to leave the state of Oregon and join with Iowa. Now, uh, this is important in a lot of ways to the United States of America. It would change the republic, change the game. Uh, also, uh, briefly, uh, I've been talking about H.R. 1, House Bill 1. It passed the House of Representatives uh, more or less on party lines. Uh, try, I found out about it late, uh, so I didn't get to read into it a lot before they passed the 791 page bill but it's essentially taking away the rights of states to control how they run their elections uh, so I'll, I'll get on that in a little bit um, let me hit my ceremonial cigar and get underway um, find me on telegram at Americana the American Way podcast platforms the same thing americana the american way um on parlor at the real big john all one word and rumble youtube americana the american way so with that let's let's hit it <laughs> guitar today and okay Lindsay L that was nice of you to uh butt in on my recording <laughs> so what we got going on you have several counties in Oregon that are essentially fed up with the way things are going uh, in their state. Uh, they are rural, they're conservative, but yet you've got a city like Portland that takes up a lot of tax dollars and maybe doesn't contribute as much tax dollars to the overall system. And these people are like, look, you're going to let Antifa run Portland and these other, I don't know how many other major cities there are in Oregon, but uh, Portland anyways, and we're sick of it. Uh, 
There are also a few cities in Northern California that have wanted to secede from their, or a few counties in Northern California that have wanted to secede because what happens? They, they're like Napa Valley, they're uppity, they're richer, they pay a lot of taxation, and then they have little say in what the uh, senators at the federal level and what the state legislature do because they have fewer votes. And so their tax dollars go to fund needle exchange programs and uh, human poop picking up in the streets of San Francisco. And these counties, these people are sick of it. But let's look at uh, these cities in Oregon. This is a game changer for the United States. Um, and it's not, you know, not going to do a lot as far as adding, well, they can't add any more senators or congressmen. Now, if D Washington, D.C. were to be granted statehood, which I don't know how you grant a city statehood, but liberals want to do that to add two more Democrat Congress people, or two more Democrat senators and uh, one Democrat Congress person, probably. Anyways. So you've got the Idaho Statesman reporting, that's the name of the paper, the Idaho Statesman. Uh, the headline reads, Disgruntled Oregonians Joining Idaho? Question mark. Some Oregon counties to vote on it this May. So they've petitioned this a few times, I guess, and they finally got uh, enough signatures to put this on the ballot in these counties. The article reads, uh, a group of residents in Oregon could be a step closer to their goal of joining Idaho. Voters in five Oregon counties will cast ballots May 18th on initiatives to join the state of Idaho, move Oregon's border, Pres President Mike McCarter said Monday. That was a little odd because they didn't put anything in quotes, but they quoted him. Uh, anyways, move, uh, the name of the group is called Move Oregon's Border, and the president of the group is Mike McCarter. That's not very good. Uh, well, it was the first time I'm reading this article, but... Okay, the group was already awarded measures in Grant... Malheur and Sherman counties, and it awaits signature verification in Baker and Lake counties, McCarter said. He said the group submitted 141% of the signatures required. So what happens when you circulate a petition? You want to get one and a half, at least, of the number of signatures required. Like, if 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 blah, blah, blah. If 50 signatures are required, you want to get at least 75. That way you have extra because some always get canceled out or marked not valid. So he said they submitted 
141% of the required number of signatures. So they should have enough signatures is what he's saying. The group of conservative Oregonians created a petition last year to move Idaho's border west to include part of their state. Uh, McClatchy News reported it's the part of Greater Oregon part of the Greater Oregon Project, which would allow some Oregon counties to join a state that some people say more closely aligns with their political preferences. It's a complicated multi-step process that would require local ballot measures and state and federal approvement. Improve, yeah, approval, pardon me. The group hopes to eventually consume all but 14 of Oregon's 36 counties. Wow. The thing to keep in mind here, okay, is some people are just sick of being dominated by uh, the liberal class. And they're sick of hearing you know people like Speaker Pelosi uh, gloat on things like House Bill 1 or HR 1 uh, <clears throat> and they want out of you know their state legislatures their state governments because they don't have enough political capital or political clout to do anything. They don't have enough votes. They don't have enough money to overpower their government. And this is one of the reasons why you see places like Texas possibly wanting to secede. You know, stuff like HR1, uh, which is called the For the People Act of 2021, uh, the HR127 bill. Uh, which is made to take away our Second Amendment rights. You know, people don't agree with this, but you have a House, a Senate, and a White House controlled by one party. Now, this greater Oregon concept is not secession from the Union, but within their states, these people feel the same way. Their governor's a Republican, their state legislature and House uh, House and Senate, whatever, are Democrat. I think I said that wrong. Their representatives at the state level and at the executive branch and at the state court level are Democrats. And they're conservatives. And all the money goes into Democrat pet projects that don't help them. Uh, letting Antifa run Portland. Uh, letting, you know, drug addicts get clean needles and also allowing them to poop in the streets. Um, allowing Antifa to take over uh, parts of the city and declare it, you know, CHOP or CHAD or whatever they were declaring. Uh, these people are, are sick of their tax dollars going to that. 
the same thing uh, in those counties in Northern California where they were talking a few months ago about breaking California in half and having you know North and South California as two separate states because the North is a little richer, a little more conservative, and they moved away from the cities to get away from the mayhem of the cities, but they're having their tax dollars taken to from that their area and put into the cities for what a home so that you know people in Los Angeles and San Francisco can be homeless, you know, uh, all those things. But where this really changes the game is, and Idaho would be smart to back this. Idaho, what do you call people from Idaho? Potato, potatoes, Idaho people, Idahoans. People that live in Idaho would be smart to do this, go along with this, accept these uh, counties from Oregon because this would stretch the Idaho border all the way to the, the Pacific Ocean or the Pacific Ocean, if that's what you prefer to call it. <laughs> that would make Idaho a major power state. Why are California, New York, Texas, Florida, mainly California, New York, and Texas, um, major player states. They're port states. Right now, Idaho is landlocked. Okay? The only way to get anything in and out of Idaho is uh, plane, plane, train, truck, which sounds all well and good, but if you can have a port and import and export from overseas. Now you're a player, and a big player in the United States economy. You're gonna have more people come to your state for jobs and such. You're gonna have you know jobs on the port front. Uh, I would imagine taxes are pretty low in Idaho, so you would get corporations coming in there. You've got all this new land to develop and do things with. Uh, you know, you could draw more people if that's what they wanted. But right now, all all that is wanted is for these people in Oregon to have more freedom and be more politically aligned with other people that share their values and ideals instead of being dominated by one small area of their state. Now, the pushback on this will be, well, should we let every, you know, group of counties secede from their state and go about making new states or joining other states? Uh, yeah, if that's what the people vote. Because, remember, we're supposed to be a government of the people, for the people, by the people. The Western Journal reports, uh, Oregon counties vote to secede from liberal controlled state. Here's what I was saying. 
after months of watching the word Oregon become synonymous with anarchy and violence thanks to left-wing rioting in Portland, voters of two of the state's counties did something about it. On Election Day, voters in Jefferson and Union counties passed a referendum to secede from Oregon and affix themselves to neighboring Idaho, according to Oregon Public Broadcast. It's a conservative values situation, Mike McCarter, a leader of the group Move Oregon's Borders, told uh, the Bend Bulletin in March. So this would have been uh, March of 2020. This article is published November 23rd, 2020, Western Journal. So it's not necessarily politics, he said. It's urban versus rural. I think the bigger problem people have is the state legislature doesn't listen to rural Oregon. Again, legislature, Democrat-controlled, liberal-controlled, listens to you know Portland and the liberal strongholds so they can hold their elected positions. Uh, he continues to say, their policies and decisions are based off the urban people in the Willamette Valley. McCarter, a re retired plant nursery worker and firearms instructor, said he does not expect instant secession. I'm not really sure what the cha what chances the chances are, excuse me. I'm not really sure what the chances are if you're going to put into odds or bet on it. He told OPB this month, Oregon Public Broadcast. But if we don't attempt to do something like that, we will continue to go down a road of frustration and frustration about the legislature not paying attention to rural Oregon. Rural Oregon is really very similar to Idaho counties, McCarter said. I guess they all grow potatoes. Just kidding, Idaho potato farmers. Um, actually, Idaho has, Idaho has a pretty kick-butt football team, Boise State. The blue football field. Um, if anyone cares. Over the years, they've thought... Of themselves they thought of them as their brother he said according to the outlet there's very similar agricultural products hey I was right potatoes similar timber industries similar conservative values don't create a new state but just adjust the border so Idaho is a little bigger and Oregon is a little smaller now this would change uh, the demographics in Congress some because you would then have um, more Congress people for Idaho than for Oregon. So that would be a shift at the federal level. Uh, you know, I think if the people vote on it, um, then, you know, it, it needs to happen. Now, the votes were close. Uh, the measure 
the article says the measure received support of 51% of voters in Jefferson County and 52.42 in Union County. Uh, similar efforts fell short in two other counties, Walla Walla. <laughs> I've heard of that because uh, what Tanya from one of the real world seasons who was a train wreck, she was from Walla Walla. Uh, it fell about 1% short in Walla Walla. Walla, I think that's how you said it. Walla Walla. W-A-L-L-O-W-A. Whatever. Uh, and in Douglas County, it went down 56 to 43. Now, maybe after this last election and the things that uh, the federal government are doing, that that number might change. Uh, because you know people are frustrated with government right now, as if Americans are never not frustrated with our government. But again, this this would change America. Aside from the obvious reasons of you know borders and legislatures changing, you would also have now Idaho as uh, a shipping. Uh, importing and exporting power possibly you know uh, if they're big in the timber industry big in agriculture agriculture and timber are big all over the world let me see how, see if I can say that right without a cigar and sticking out of my face agriculture and timber are big all over the world so they could come, become a player on the world stage in the ex importing and exporting of agricultural and lumber materials, well, especially the export of and importing uh, you know other goods from other countries. So there's a big, big deal about this. I mean, and I think it will be good because look. For me, Americana, the American way of life, uh, is all about power to the people. If people say they want to break off from one state and join another, they should be able to. If they want to break off from you know, one state and start a new state, they should be able to. Um, you have mass exoduses from California right now, New York City. Because the governments there don't listen to all the people. They listen to the interest groups. They listen to who can you know, scream the loudest. Uh, and things of that nature. And they overlook uh, a big part of their population. And so those people just take their, their money and their uh, contributions to society and go other places. Now, the fear is, you know, you got all these Californians moving to Texas and Texas is like, hey, don't screw it up here like you did where in California. Don't vote for the same idiots and the same idiotic policies that you voted for in California. Uh, but this is a different circumstance. These people uh, identify more. They consider themselves 
uh, brother counties to these counties in Idaho that they're going to join with. Um, I think this will be pretty awesome. I witnessed, I'm such a history buff, and I thought when I was a kid, history was like already, it's done. This is the way the United States is going to be. This is the way the world's going to be. And then, you know, 1989 came, and 1990, and the Berlin Wall fell, and the Soviet Union fell. At, you know, Russia used to be much, much bigger. It used to be the United Soviet Socialist Republic. Now we have the United Soviet Socialist House of Representatives in the United States, but that's going to change in the midterm elections. Uh, anyway, but the Soviet Union was this huge block of Western Europe, uh, or Eastern Europe, whatever, a huge block of Europe, and it was controlled by Moscow. Then these countries, little by little, started saying, look, man, this ain't working. We want our freedom. Now you've got people in the United States saying, look, this ain't working. We want our freedom. We, we're either going to leave the state we're living in for a state that's better, matches our values, listens to us, or we're going to create a new map and join with other states that uh, take our values and things like that. Now, you know, these have, these have been close elections. You know, 51% in Jefferson County, 52% in Union. You know, what about the other 49 or whatever percent uh, of Jefferson Countyans? I mean, maybe they're just nervous about it and afraid it's not going to pass. Uh, you know, they're like, it's weird how people think when they vote. Sometimes people will actually go into the ballot box and go, well, this measure failed in the past so I'm just going to vote against it like that's not how you vote <laughs> but uh, you know maybe they're nervous about change but you know sometimes change is necessary uh, I, and I don't want to see the United States go through a violent civil war um, I don't think we'll see another civil war that's like state versus state north versus south uh, whatever versus whatever. Uh, the Civil War, and it, it's kind of already happening. It's along class lines uh, and racial lines and people that think they've been uh, not heard. Uh, you know, the, the Trump election the first time was kind of a shot over the bow by people on one side that felt their voice wasn't heard. The, you know, riots that they say were the George Floyd riots, but were more like the media sensationalized, stirred riots. Um, you know, those were black people that felt their voice wasn't heard, and there was a growing frustration in that community. Uh, and, of course, there was a lot of, you know, white middle-class Antifa people there uh, instigating and stirring those riots, too. But, you know, you've had uh, African-Americans, blacks in the inner cities in Baltimore. Um, where was it? In Missouri, you know, rioting over uh, police shooting young black men. And it's because they feel like they're not heard.
So that's when they take to the streets and protest, and then the protests sometimes turn violent. Um, that's a whole other story. But you could say there's been a, a, a cold civil war going on in this country for a little while along class and racial lines. Uh, and, you know, it's been one way or another a group of people that are lower income level, medium income level, when you talk about, you know, the Trump revolution. And I mean that as in terms of the Reagan revolution in 1980, not the fake insurrection at the Capitol on January 6th. There was a riot at the Capitol January 6th. There was not an armed insurrection like the Democrats and the media want you to believe. Aside from that, this uh, Oregon joining with Idaho thing, I think there's tremendous. I think it would just be such a good thing for our country because, like I said, if Idaho becomes a port state, a state that sits on an ocean, that changes things economically. Okay, and then that changes things politically. So the fear in America right now is you would have um, the country dominated by New York and California and the mid, the western states, the midwestern states like uh, Idaho, Ohio, all of us would be dominated politically. But if the economy of Idaho changes, thus changing the politics of Idaho, and hopefully it's staying conservative politically, then you see a, a transformation in the American economy. Because people will go there for the jobs that are brought on by the seaport there in Idaho, possibly. That's you know a, a very long-term... Uh, thing, if this stuff even passes next uh, in the next few months, but that's just my thought on how how this would change America by changing you know Idaho into uh, a larger state geographically, and also uh, making them uh, an import and export state. So it's something to keep in mind, something to keep our eyes on. Um, I mentioned. House Bill 1, H.R. 1, passed the House of Representatives. Uh, it's changing the way, it's changing the laws, taking power away from state legislatures, because right now there are 200-some bills, according to Nancy Pelosi, in state legislatures, uh, as far as voting regulations and rules go. Things like this bill would make it illegal for a state to require a voter ID. Uh, it would make automatic registration mandatory, which means you can show up at the polls and say, hey, I want to register, and they have to register you. Uh, it would expand vote by mail, which we've already seen the problems with that. Uh, and it would... Um, what else would it 
to, uh, it would expand the number of days you have to vote, uh, early voting. And you know what? If they're going to make... If they're going to make early voting, let's, well, why don't we just make late voting, too? Oh, you know, I, I, I slept for 24 hours on election day. Let me vote the day after. Why not? You know, what the hell? Do, do what you like, as uh, Digital Underground would say. Um, but no, you know, voting you know, should be one day. Now, something um, about early American history and voting. You know, elections used to be held in pubs. Like, now we go to a, a library. I got to get another drink of water. I'm getting a, I'm getting what we like to call a frog in my throat. But we're, <laughs> in the early days, they voted at bars, pubs. Because that's where everybody gathered. And it would be like a multiple day festivus of boozing and voting. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but I think we need one election day. If you're going to vote absentee, you need a reason. You got to be sick, elderly, out of country, something like that. The polls are open for 13 hours. Unless you drive an hour to work and an hour home from work and you work a 12-hour shift that day, you don't have any reason to need an absentee ballot. But that could be your reason for needing an absentee ballot. I don't have a problem with that. If you can't find an hour out of your day to practice one of your most sacred rights as an American... Rights that are being stripped from us. Because I've heard in this H.R. 1 bill, the 791 pages of it, there are things in there that are going to hurt your other First Amendment rights like freedom of speech. They're trying to take away our Second Amendment right with H.R. 127. So you got to find time to get out there and vote, people. And I've said it a million times, and I'll say it a million more. I don't care if you vote. Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Vegetarian, Green Party, Meat Eater Party, whatever. Vote. Vote, vote, vote. So with that, that's my opinion on uh, Greater Idaho, I guess they're going to call it. The new, new, new quote-unquote state of Greater Idaho. Go for it, Oregonians. Now, is Oregon going to lose the Ducks? Would the University of Oregon now be in Idaho? What would they call it? Would they still have their funky, crazy uniforms? Oh, man. That could be a great cross-state rivalry, though. The Oregon Ducks versus uh, the Boise State Broncos. On the, on the big blue turf field at Boise State. Oh, man. I tell you, the, possi the possibilities of greater Idaho for changing Americana. Through the roof. Hey, y'all. God bless you. Pray for each other. Have a good night. Um, I'll see you next time. Okay?
Okay. Let's see if technology will cooperate with me today.